This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, today is a big day. For starters, it's Ask Frank Anything Day. So if you have some interesting questions, some new questions, some subjects that you're genuinely curious about, give us a call right now at 800-848-WABC. That's 800 848 9222. It's also an interesting day because today is the three-year anniversary of my hosting this show. I had worked at WABC about 20 years ago, and then I went to work at another radio station for a time, and I was thrilled to come back in June of 2020, but... Being able to do this show is really the culmination of everything I've ever sought to do. And uh, to be able to celebrate the three-year anniversary of this show with you is a rare treat. And it's interesting because today, the New York State Broadcasters Association is presenting eight Excellence in Broadcasting Awards to 77 WABC. Sid Rosenberg is getting an award for Best Morning Show. Cindy Adams is getting an award. Curtis Lee is getting an award. Uh, there's all sorts of awards for uh, Rita Cosby, Dominic Carter, Noam Layden, and yours truly, Frank Morano, has won the award for Best Podcast for my interview with William Shatner. I appreciate very, very much the opportunity that John Katsimatidis has given me to be part of this station and to do this show. I also appreciate the fact that he's so generous and so willing to share the credit for certain things because part of the reason that I got to even do that interview with William Shatner is because John chose to include me in an interview that he had scheduled with William Shatner. I have worked with a lot of hosts over the years. I've worked with a lot of owners of radio stations over the years. And I can't tell you that there are many that would demonstrate that willingness to share a huge interview with someone like William Shatner because I happen to be a fan of them. And I think that speaks incredibly well of John Katzmatidis. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here. I'm grateful for this award that we're getting this afternoon from the New York State Association of Broadcasters. Your questions in a moment, 800-848-WABC. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow. Everybody, this is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. 24 hours ago, I spent some time looking at the indictment of Bob Menendez, and I'm looking forward to seeing that case adjudicated. We'll see how it turns out. But whenever you have a politician indicted, you can bet that there are going to be other politicians that run to the nearest television camera and declare, we need to do something about corruption in politics. The Assembly GOP leader in New Jersey has an interesting suggestion. The Assembly's top Republican actually wants to amend New Jersey's Constitution to suspend 
elected officials indicted on criminal charges from public office. This is a direct response to embattled Senator Bob Menendez refusing to resign. The proposal from Assembly Minority Leader John DeMeo, which has been introduced in years prior but failed to advance, comes as the state's senior senator faces a federal indictment that he used his office to benefit New Jersey business people and the government of Egypt in exchange for cash, gold bars, a luxury car, and more. Menendez pleaded not guilty Wednesday in a Manhattan courthouse under the proposal indicted local, state, and elected officials would be suspended and temporarily replaced pending the judicial process. If the legislature moved forward with the proposal, it wouldn't result in Menendez being suspended from office anytime soon due to procedural rules. Constitutional amendments must be approved on the ballot by the voters. This is one of those ideas that sounds good, but would be a disaster in practice. Now, the old saying from Judge Saul Wachler is so true. A grand jury can indict a ham sandwich. So think about what they're saying here. You have some prosecutors in the state of New Jersey. Keep in mind, all the county prosecutors are appointed by the governor. And there's a lot of great county prosecutors in New Jersey, but these are political appointees. Chances are they got to be political appointees by navigating the waters of the political process. Don't you think... There is some partisan counter in New Jersey, a Democrat, that will just indict a Republican that is in a competitive seat, even though there's not much evidence there, just so they can get that person suspended and replaced with someone of the other party. To say that we are going to suspend elected officials before they're even convicted, this is a joke. This is a terribly bad idea, and no one should lose their office, irrespective of what party they're in, until they're convicted. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I have said for years that I think gender reveal parties are ridiculous. I think there are so many parties that friends and family members are expected to go to all the time. You got to go to a christening. Then you got to go to a birthday party. You got to go to a wedding reception. You have to go to an engagement party. There's just so much. A baby shower, a bridal shower. There's just so much. Did we really need to add the gender reveal party? And then when the added element two gender reveal parties of pyrotechnics started getting involved, I thought that was just absolutely absurd. And I thought was completely unnecessary in all candor. Now, believe it or not, we have gone too far because some of these gender reveal parties are actually going so far as to include animals. So if you've ever dreamed of releasing doves at your perfect New York City wedding, that may not fly for much longer. City Council Member Carlina Rivera has introduced a bill that would ban the release of birds for commercial purposes. The activist group Voters for Animal Rights floated the idea, inspired in part by Flamingo, the dyed pink pigeon who died shortly after being rescued in Madison Square Park last February in what people believe was a possible case of bird homicide from a gender reveal party. Look, birds are living things. You should not be allowed to use living things as props 
for your party. So I'd like to learn more about this legislation. Maybe there's more to it than I realize. But on the whole, I tend to support it. I don't think you should be allowed to use animals as props. They have rights. They're living creatures. You certainly shouldn't be able to dye an animal pink for a gender reveal party. I mean, I think it's great that City Council Member Rivera is proposing this because at least it gets the discussion started on this important issue. But in the meantime, think to yourself, do you really need to do a gender reveal party? And if you do, do you have to go crazy? Beam me up! To be continued. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. All right, TGIF, it is Friday. Hopefully you have something fun planned for the weekend. Mayor Eric Adams was on Sid and Friends yesterday. He did a great interview with Sid Rosenberg. I should say Sid did a great interview with him. It was about a half hour, but it was very wide-ranging. They covered a wide variety of subjects, and I thought the mayor came across pretty well. There were some issues that I obviously agreed with him on, some that I certainly disagreed with him on. But if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, I'd encourage you to listen. Listen, uh, go to WABCradio.com, and then it's under Sid and Friend Podcast. Now, one thing that I think everybody knows is how close I am to my congresswoman, Nicole Maliotakis, and uh, she and I have been friends for decades. I'm the one that persuaded her to run for office the first time, and we're friends, you know, since we're very young. And I was very intrigued by something Sid did, very clever interview tactic. He had Nicole on earlier in the show and basically Nicole said you should ask the mayor why he's planning to appeal the court decision about the consent decree. It was a very good question. And so Sid played Nicole's question back and asked the mayor to respond. Here was the mayor's response. I'm going to text Nicole and I say in the future, Nicole, we served together in Albany. I've been on Staten Island more than probably any other man in history. You see me all the time. You don't have to use Sid as the ambassador, speak to me directly. As much as I love Nicole, and as critical as I am of Mayor Adams, I think the mayor is absolutely right here. If Nicole didn't first reach out to the mayor, and she she's using the radio as an opportunity to raise this for the first time, I think the mayor has a point. If you have a relationship with the mayor, which Nicole does, as uh, Eric Adams pointed out, they served in Albany together, ask him first. And then if you find that he's unresponsive, then go to the airwaves and make your case and ask the mayor publicly. But I think whenever possible, you should always ask someone directly first. And I'm glad the mayor said that. And he made a similar point with Councilmember Ina Vernikov from Brooklyn. Now, would the result have been any different? I suspect not. But I think that's a good rule of thumb for all future elected officials and including him, because I don't know that he had to do the amount of grandstanding he did with Greg Abbott over immigration when I think if he asked to meet with Greg Abbott like an adult, especially when Greg Abbott was in New York, Governor Abbott probably would have met with him. So maybe the mayor should take his own advice. Beam me up. To be continued.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 